Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello there and welcome into another episode of the Believe St. Louis Cardinals Baseball Podcast. My name is Seth Dewald. I'll be your host through this episode and we got a great episode for you today. We're going to talk about the latest news and notes regarding the St. Louis Cardinals. There are people you should be paying attention to and people you shouldn't be paying attention to in the space. And we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about prospects. That's right. The Cardinals have an award-winning prospect that we're going to talk about. Very exciting. And we're also going to talk about seven players that are most likely to be traded this offseason. And it's not because we don't like these players. It's not because we don't like them. It's because that it's 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 hard to find a place for them to fit. There's either there's too many outfielders or there's too many second basemen or whatever the case may be. There's there's too many of these certain types of players, and we'll get into that as well. And we'll we'll talk about what the division rival is doing because they introduced a new manager. All that and much much more on this episode of the St. Louis Cardinals Believe podcast, and it all starts right now. So let's get into it. First and foremost, around the league, there isn't much, uh, there isn't much news going on when it comes to the St. Louis Cardinals. But they did make six roster moves. Okay, so according to MLBTradeRumors.com backslash St. Louis Cardinals, right-handers Adam Klopfenstein and Sam Robersi, Pedro Pe- Pedro Pajes all had their contracts selected, while Connor Thomas was designated for assignment. Also, left-hander Packy Naughton was outrighted to AAA. And Wilking Rodriguez, the flamethrower that the Cardinals signed in the last offseason, uh, had been also outrighted to AAA. And, and as a result, he's elected free agency because that's an option for him. All right, so those are the six moves that the Cardinals have made. And, and they're not, wow, oh my gosh, this is what a move that they... I mean, these are moves that don't make a lot of noise, but it it is interesting that the Cardinals do uh, select the contract of another catcher to put on the 40 man roster, Pedro pages or Pajes or P a G E S right. With the Wilson Contreras situation being what it is, right. They select an, uh, the contract of another uh, catcher. So that's, that's interesting to me, but th- that's uh, some of the latest moves the Cardinals have made. Nothing spectacular there really to talk about there are there are things to talk about when it comes to uh the nonsense that's out there about the st louis cardinals about how they're gonna trade for you know two superstar pitchers sign another one i mean we really need to be paying attention to the right people and the right person to be paying attention to is Derek gould and the 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 rumor that came out on november 10th um is that the Blue Jays are reportedly pursuing outfielder Dylan Carlson, right? The Cardinals have been in trade rumors seemingly since the 2023 season kicked off. We all know that the Cardinals have a plethora of outfield talent, but according to St. Louis Post-Dispatch's Derek Gould, this is what he says. These are direct quotes. 
The Cardinals are open to dealing from their outfielder and infielder depth to acquire pitching and streamline their major league roster. That's good. Trades could bring clarity to their outfield. For example, they are going to entertain offers for Gold Glove winner Tyler O'Neill. Multiple sources said. A few teams, including Toronto, have asked about Dylan Carlson, according to another source. The Yankees are shopping for two outfielders and want to add some left-handed balance to their lineup, general manager Brian Cashman said. These are direct quotes from a very credible source in Derek Gould, St. Louis Cardinals post-dispatch. And it leads me to believe that Dylan Carlson and Tyler O'Neill are likely not going to be on this team this year. The 2024 version of the St. Louis Cardinals likely not going to include Dylan Carlson and Tyler O'Neill, right? And the Cardinals want to make a move. On November 6th, Derek, Derek Gould reported, the Cardinals want to make an aggressive move early in the offseason, right? Now, the the two pitchers that have been most linked to the Cardinals are Sonny Gray and Aaron Nolan. Those would have to come the free agency route. But another pitcher that's out there is Dylan Cease, right? Dylan Cease is interesting. And he is a pitcher who has pitched for the, the White Sox. He is young, but he's coming off of a year where he had a 4.58 ERA. The year before that, the two years before that, the year before that was really good, 2.2 ERA, 32 games started, 227 strikeouts. The year before that, 3.91 ERA, again, over 200 strikeouts. This would be the kind of guy, the kind of strikeout artist the Cardinals would be looking for and that they probably should be interested in trading for. But, I mean, it's going to cost a lot. It's going to cost a lot. It would probably cost one of your top infielders, right? The reason it would probably cost a lot is because Dylan Cease is a young player, right? He's in arbitration right now. He's 27 years old. He would be due to be an unrestricted free agent in 2026. That's the reason Dylan Cease is going to cost a lot. It's not because he's coming off of a bad season because it's very easy to go, oh, he's coming off of a bad year. All right, then he's not going to cost as much. No, 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 no. He's probably going to cost you I saw a trade proposal out there. We're talking Brendan Donovan plus, and that that's the kind of trade. I hate to say it as much as we all like Brendan Donovan, as much as we all like uh, Nolan Gorman, Tommy Edmond. I'm a huge fan of those players, but the Cardinals, us fans, we need to get something straight. Okay. It's going to cost a lot to go get young quality starting pitching. And to be frank, there is no point in doing anything. If, we are just going to go the laissez-faire cheap route when it comes to said starting pitching. And, and chances need to be made. Chances need to be taken because your division rival is not slowing down. They introduced Craig Council this week. Craig Council was introduced as the manager of the Chicago Cubs, stealing him away from teams like the New York Mets. So your division rival is being aggressive. Now it's time for the Cardinals to reciprocate. If they plan to win the Central, let's face it, it's probably going to be the Cubs at the top and the Cardinals at the top, assuming they can get back there. They need pitching. Derek Gould says they're going to be aggressive. We will see if they're going to be aggressive, but trading for a, a pitcher, regardless of what you think of him, Dylan Cease is an arm that the Cardinals should absolutely be interested in, and they should absolutely be willing to give up a Brendan Donovan to do that as much as that would hurt. There is no point in, in, in doing anything, right? 
if we if the Cardinals do not get the starting pitching that they need, it's it's going to be a repeat of 2023, maybe even worse because we don't have the promise of potentially an Adam Wainwright season, right? And we all know that that went terribly wrong, but you wouldn't have that to hang your hat on. So, and you won't have Jordan Montgomery and you won't have Jack Flaherty entering the season. So if the Cardinals do not get starting pitching, it is going to be a rough season. And and we need to pay attention to the right people. And the right people are Derek Gould, John Denton, Katie Wu. These are the right people. And the most likely option, as I discussed in the last episode, the Cardinals are favored to sign free agent pitcher Sonny Gray. That is good news, and that's according to DraftKings. They're according, they're, they are projected to sign him, and I hope they do. But the Cardinals realistically need to sign a couple of pitchers. They need to trade for one, or they need to trade for a couple and sign one. Right? If you're if the rotation is going to be Sonny Gray, Dylan Cease. And, you know, uh, another another pitcher like Michael Walker, I think that's OK. I think Cease and Gray are definitely your one, two in the starting rotation. Uh, and then Michael Walker is probably your number three. But they I mean, Derek Gould says they're going to be aggressive. So I hope they get aggressive. I hope they do, because now's the time. Now's the time, because if this season doesn't go well, I, I have news for Cardinals fans. If this season is a lot like last season, the man not only is the manager gone, which you could argue he should be gone anyway. Not only is the manager gone, but we're talking is Paul Goldschmidt back? Is Nolan Arnado back? What's the plan there? Is it time to rebuild and tear down? Try to get some prospect prospects in here for these guys? That's where this is headed if this doesn't get turned around. I think it can get turned around, but the Cardinals need to get aggressive and go trade some of their players. And we'll talk about the most likely Cardinals to get traded at the end of this episode. But that these are the people. We need to pay attention to the right people this offseason. And the right people to pay attention to is Derek Gould, right? And he's telling, he's telling us things that, frankly, Derek Gould has never told us before, that the Cardinals want to get aggressive. So we'll see. We'll see if they do. Thank you so much for tuning into the Believe Podcast. We will be right back after this short message. From our sponsors, we are back on the St. Louis Cardinals Believe podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can email the show a question. You can email me directly at seth.diewold at gmail, or you can DM me on Twitter at seth underscore diewold. Let's talk now about the Cardinals prospect rankings. Fan graphs updated their prospect rankings. And Lo and behold, it, this is not good good news for the, the St. Louis Cardinals fans, by the way. The Cubs rank number one on this list, and it's on fangraphs.com slash prospects. You can go find it there. The Cardinals rank number 17. Now, rankings alone don't tell the whole pitch, picture, right? Because you can have a collection of really, really good prospects, or you can have a few elite prospects. The Cardinals do have some good prospects in their system, Tink Hens being one of those. Right, but today I want to talk about uh, Victor Scott. Victor Scott won a League Gold Glove award, uh, a Rawlings Minor League Gold Glove for his play in center field, playing in he played in high class A Peoria and Double A Springfield, uh, according to an article. The 22 year old stud is making noise in just his second season in the league with not only his glove but also his speed. 
on the base base path and consistency at the plate. The young listen to this. This I read this and I I about couldn't believe it. He has stolen 94 bases in 108 attempts. He's also logged 166 hits. That's the second most by any player in minor league baseball in 2023, which by the way, he's only trailing fellow Cardinals prospect Thomas Segesi. Uh that's S A G G E S E. Apologies if I'm mispronouncing that. So on the whole, Scott hit 303 with 39 extra base hits. This included nine home runs, so he has a little pop in his bat, 63 RBIs, and a 794 OPS in 132 games. Uh, he's currently ranked number four, the number four player in the Cardinals farm system. Now, it, it I don't know if we're going to see Tyler Scott in 2024. I don't know if he could be a potential piece in a trade for a starting pitcher, but if the Cardinals do decide to keep Tyler Scott, this is another exciting player with, I mean, his speed, when I saw 98 stolen bases out of 106, these, I mean, if the Cardinals are not going to play the, the big market route, if they're not going to pay up for starting pitching and they're not going to behave like a big market team. And, and to be fair, they're more of a mid market team. They have a great fan base, but it's not the big, biggest media market in the world to be fair. These are the kinds of players the Cardinals should prioritize. Players with speed, players with athleticism. You need you need these are the, the these are the kind of players you should hang on to, right? So we'll see. This is a very intriguing prospect that the Cardinals have and it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Uh the you know and and it's despite the what the Cubs, the Cubs are the number one prospect. They have the number one prospect pool or the number the number one farm system in all of baseball. Again, the, they're going to have people as well to trade away. And the Cubs are going to be aggressive. And we'll see. We'll see if the Cardinals match that aggressiveness or not. Because you can bet that the Cubs are going to use some of those prospects to trade for other players to help their roster this year. Um, so that was the point of, of sharing that with you. Cardinal, again, Cubs number one farm system, according to... Fan graphs, Cardinals number 17 farm system, according to fan graphs. The rest of the division, the rest of the division uh, goes as follows. We have Cincinnati at number 20, Milwaukee at number 21, and then Pittsburgh ranks number nine, according to fan graphs in farm system rankings. So the Cardinals, not terrible, not great, middle of the pack. So we'll see. They did get another, uh, you know, they did get a, a, quite a few prospects in the deals that sent Montgomery and Flaherty uh, to Texas and Baltimore respectively. So we're going to end the show. We're going to end the show by looking, doing an assessment of the Cardinals roster, right? And we're going to look at the, the players that are most likely that have the best chance of not being St. Louis Cardinals next season. First, we're going to go through the lineup, right? And again, it, lineups vary. They can change. Guys get rotated in and out. I understand. But likely, this is where I see players fitting in. I think your outfield right now, if you decide to keep Tommy Edmond, I think he's best suited in center field. I think he played really well out there. So I think your outfield, your starting outfield on opening day should be Newt Barr, Tommy Edmond in center, Jordan Walker in right, Newt Barr in left. Your infield should be Arenado at third, Mason Wynn, is likely going to be your starting shortstop. 
on opening day. Brendan Donovan is going to be your second baseman. Paul Goldschmidt is going to play first. Wilson Contreras better be the catcher because I don't know where else you're going to put him. And then Nolan Gorman, I think, is going to DH, right? Nolan Gorman is a big question mark entering the season. His his power is unquestioned from the left side. It's very rare. But defensively, Brendan Donovan's the better option. And I think the Cardinals offseason needs to be all about how do we feel the best defensive team and how do we field the best pitching team that we can find. With that being said, here are seven, maybe eight, maybe eight guys we'll talk about that don't necessarily fit with the Cardinals. They don't, you know, it's, these are the Cardinals that are most likely to be traded. I'll, I'll lead it off with Tommy Edmond. Tommy Edmond is not only going to be super valuable to another team. I mean, he, I think he fits well with the Cardinals. I think, I think he can play center, short, second. He can play third. I would hate to see Tommy Edmond go, but a lot of teams are going to view him as a very valuable piece. And I think Tommy Edmond is on the list for good reason. He's going to get you a lot back. He's going to get you, if, if you, if there, Tommy Edmond could get you a, a pretty good starting pitcher back. I don't know how good, but, but if, it, and if it's Tommy Edmond plus, who knows? Maybe that's the package they use to go get Dylan Cease. I don't know. The next Cardinal on this list, I'm just going to say it. It's Nolan Gorman. I know that there are players in this league that you don't want to ever trade. Nolan Gorman with that power from the left side. I, I know, I understand it would hurt to see if you if you read it in the headlines tomorrow. Oh, Nolan Gorman's traded away. Oh, that would hurt me. But again, it comes back to the, the point of this show. If the Cardinals do not get starting pitching, what's the point? What's the point? Great. You have Nolan Gorman. Great. You have Tommy Edmond, right? Next player, Brendan Donovan. Great. You have these players. You don't have any pitching. You can't win. You have all these great position players. You can't win without the starting pitching. So what's the point to keeping all of them? So Nolan Gorman, as much as it pains for me to say it, if he's not a trade ship, if he's not a player that you're floating out there saying, hey, we have Nolan Gorman, we're not going to give him away for a song, obviously, but we want Dylan Cease. Would you be interested in Brendan Donovan, Tommy Edmond, or Nolan Gorman? I think that's a fair deal. If if that's the move, right? I think that's very fair for a pitcher who has a couple of years left of control. Brendan Donovan, I think, is a fantastic ball player. He's he's number three on this list, as I've already mentioned. Cardinals that it's not that they don't fit. That's probably a bad term for me to use. It's not like they don't fit because they fit. It's just there's Brendan Donovan, Nolan Gorman can both play second base. Tommy Edmond can play. Second base shortstop, but Mason wins there. He could play center, sure, but maybe you have Tyler Scott coming through the minors. Maybe you want to keep Dylan Carlson. I don't know. You can't get as much for Dylan Carlson now as you could, so maybe you just decide to keep him, play him in center. That's an option. As much as that, as much as that would probably frustrate some people, it's definitely still an option. With that being said, let's move on. Ivan Herrera is an, is fascinating because he had a great year in AAA. But he's third on the depth chart because Kis Kisner's here still. Andrew Kisner is backing up Wilson Contreras. Who, who knows, right? Who knows if uh, Wilson Contreras is going to play catcher for the St. Louis Cardinals. It's as the world turns. But he should because that's what they signed him to do, 
right? That's what they signed him to be. And Kisner is still an arbitration, right? He's going to be an arbitrary. He's going to be with the St. Louis Cardinals unless they decide to trade him until 2026, according to Spotrax. So I don't really, I don't really know what the plan is. I would assume you sign a guy to a five-year contract. So there's a log jam for Ivan Herrera as well. Could he be a potential trade chip? You better believe it. Because again, if you don't get pitching, what's the point? So Ivan Herrera, number four on the list. Alec Burleson. Again, we have a plethora of outfielders. Paul Goldschmidt plays first base. Sure, can you play Paul Goldschmidt at designated hitter and play Alec Burleson at first base every once in a while? Sure you can. But but that's a utility player for, for right now. I mean, maybe a spot start every once in a while, but where does Alec Burleson factor in? Juan Yepes. Same deal. Very similar to Alec Burleson. Doesn't play good defensively in the outfield. He can play first base. That's about it. And then the two most obvious ones, I guess I'm mentioning eight players here. The two obvious names that every Cardinals fan is probably sick of at this point. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's some are, uh, there are some apologists out there for Dylan Carlson and Tyler O'Neill. Probably more so for Dylan Carlson. It, I mean, it might it might be... And I might predict this right now that Dylan Carlson is going to be a St. Louis Cardinal in 2024, just for the fact that he has, I think, a lot of upside to his game and they're not going to get the return that they want at this point. It would be selling really, really low. How I could see him traded away is if he's traded away in a package for a starting pitcher. Because again, starting pitching, it's all about, as Moselock famously said earlier in the, before the season even ended, it's all about pitching, pitching, pitching. And so if, if these guys, if, I mean, there cannot be any more, oh, we're not going to, we're not going to trade player X, right? Oh, we're not going to trade player Y because, oh, they're too valuable, right? We're not trading Dylan Carlson. Okay. He's too valuable. I don't care how bad we need starting pitching. We're not trading him. There can't, there can't be any more of that because like I keep saying in this episode, if the Cardinals do not get starting pitching, what is the point? Because again, like you just can't win with offense, with just offense. It's nice scoring seven runs, but it but if you give up eight, it doesn't matter. You still lost the ball game. It was fun to watch all that scoring, perhaps, if you're into that kind of thing. But again, what's the point if you don't get starting pitching? So obviously Dylan Carlson and Tyler O'Neill are on the list. So those that is, just let me repeat this. Nolan Gorman. Ivan Herrera, Alec Burleson, Juan Yepes, Brendan Donovan, Tommy Edmond, Dylan Carlson, Tyler O'Neill, and I'm not even mentioning the prospects that we could talk about, uh, like the Drew Roms or the Sam Roberts or the Tacoa Robies. All of those guys you would think would be available if the Cardinals can land a top, top of the line starting pitcher like a Logan Gilbert or Dylan Cease in a trade, right? So I, I that's it. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your questions, your concerns. You can email me at seth.diewold on Gmail. You can DM me on Twitter at Seth underscore D-I-E-W-O-L-D. Let me know who who you think the Cardinals should trade for, who they should sign, who they should keep, who they should trade. I want to hear what you have to say, and I will share it on the show, or I may share it on the show um in in future podcasts so that is the show for today thank you so much for watching don't forget to subscribe to the believe network 
subscribe to the Believe in St. Louis Cardinals podcast featuring myself, Seth Diewald. Until next time, be good, everybody, and let's go Cardinals. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.